<laughs> a lot of pressure, man. Yeah, it is. Evil. Evil. Not our real names. Nailed it. too much man i like being hot being this, hot this is the only place that i'm hot ah uh-huh i i i see and identify with you sir <laughs> welcome to a little independent the podcast where two friends talk about independent obscure or just plain weird movies my name is ryan and i'm todd hi todd hi ryan it's been a little while two months you know we're, we're transparent on this thing yeah, we, 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 we show. Yes. We show and tell. That's right. <laughs> I was busy getting several tattoos removed. It's just a game I play. Uh, I had a mental breakdown. We should have something juicier. We should plant oh. a story like. Okay. I, I had a mental breakdown and we had to stop recording for a while. And, and then we had like a rock and uh, Vin Diesel style falling out in a, a fight. <laughs> and then we made up. And then we jumped off a building, like in the other guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love, you know, and, and not to get off on any kind of tangent, not to get off on a rant here. Because we never But that, go on that scene in the other guys, oh, where yeah. they jump off the building, and oh, you yeah. think, that, how are they going to make it? Yeah. And they fucking don't. No. We may have talked about this very subject on this show before, by the I way. but. Know. That is so funny. Yeah. And and one of those just honest moments in a movie where they're like, that's never going to happen. Oh, shit, Splat. Yeah. And they're dead. You think of what I'm thinking? And it's Sam Jackson and The Rock. Yeah. Mega, mega that stars. That may be one of the funniest things in the history of cinema when it all comes <laughs> down to it. But um, what is- Well, put on your big boy pants. Yes, because let's... questionably uh, periods of this movie are funny. So oh. not a total departure from. Oh no. Okay. So we may be differing in this. Uh, no, I, I'm trying to. I was trying to think of the funny parts. Oh boy, this may say a lot about me uh, today. <laughs> Hashtag not a creep. <laughs> because interesting. I and, and based on some of the reviews, um, there were some folks who pointed out the humor, and maybe I saw that you know post. Yeah, it was one of those things that. Uh, it entered my brain afterwards, but I, I think there there was a little bit of humor. But I, uh, there is because some of this is just so ridiculous. Like, yeah, in coming off a comedy, which uh, which we recorded last, uh, I, I thought this was a really, really. I mean, still, I think this is in the horror genre, and we'll see in the description. Um, but it is a our first requested film. Yes, officially requested. Um, so I got sent a Facebook message. From a very uh, dear friend from high school, we were. Uh, he's actually my musical mentor, uh, greatest guitarist I've, I've ever played with, known, um, Walden Reed Jr. So Google him, and he's got at least eight CDs out. Um, he was interested to hear our take on this movie. Oh, excellent! Well, maybe by now we can have him do like a version of our opening. Of our song. 
Yeah. You know, and by the time this comes out. He he records you know, all the time. We And we want people to, like, do their own versions of our theme song. Like, we want to hear remixes and all of that stuff. Oh, he would, you know what? He would probably I'd, I'd like that. a dubstep or, like, a deep house. You know? <laughs> Something the ladies can dance to. Oh, you You know? <laughs> For, Something for, we can get down for to. Before we go live, yeah, right, right, dancing in the aisles. So I guess as good a transition as any, because dancing is, you know, sometimes a part of this movie, at least vocally. Uh, our film today <laughs> is Barbarian Sound Studio, which when Todd mentioned this to me, uh, after being amazingly humbled by the fact that somebody had asked us to do a film that they wanted us to do, yeah, I was like, Never heard of it, and I, I get either. excited. Yeah, that was so cool. And and to preface it, he actually he actually said, uh, you know, when he not said when he wrote me, um, I don't remember how many episodes. Let's say you know roughly ten. You know, we he, that he had we had out or he had listened to, and he yeah. said, "You guys really dig deep." The only one I've seen is swimming pool. You know, out of well, let's say nine, you know, swimming pool is nine, so nine or ten. Interesting. Roughly. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, none of the other ones—the one with all the sex and the, uh, the one with, girl with one the with, bikini on the cover. Well, it's 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 French. I wonder if that's our, our search is making us pervs, you know, with the descriptions of some of creep. our movies. I don't know. Have but we, that's interesting. Yeah. Have Have we introduced the slogan, the uh, evil versus our tuck? Our, what's it? <laughs> what am I trying to say? Talking pod. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, I mean, it's, well, it's, so there it is. Yeah, we're just gonna just gonna say, maybe we're we're gonna try to get a new thing. And normally, you don't see this workshopped on on the podcast. Who knows if it'll make the cut? But uh, it came out in a phone yeah. conversation. Talking pod, talking pod. We're, we're talking in pod, which has to do with the uh, Silence of the Lambs, Buffalo Bill, right? <laughs> our, our, uh, yes, that's true. So there you go. It just came out on the just phone one day. Right we thought it, that we were going to go just talk and pod. Over. We just, just thought that was really take funny. Take him by the hand. This is really Lead diving. into the water. This is go. How far south can we go? How? how... Well, <laughs> in this film, um, a lot can go south. Maybe insert one of those badoomch uh, yeah. there. Because this was something I honestly, when you first said it and I first read it, Via your text, I thought it was maybe a documentary. Okay. Like on a sound studio. Yeah, yeah. Um, which again, like hired gun. I thought really cool. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. like documentaries are, of course, uh, uh, in play, and we, we haven't, I don't even think, really done one yet. But um, I'm like, oh, cool. Okay. Whatever this is, I'm just psyched that somebody asked us to do a movie. And when I read what it was, and this is something that I, I promise you I did. I did read the kind of first few words of the description on IMDb, and I saw Toby Jones was in it. Right. So I saw that it was about an Italian horror movie mixer or something. Right. And that's all that I read because I thought, oh, shit, well, this is one of those movies fun to go into cold. Oh, yeah. Like, really? And so I have something interesting to say about having watched the movie and then read the descriptions, the various ones. But so that's all I knew. And having watched this goddamn great movie, I am so (laughs) I'm thrilled that I I didn't really have anything because had I read a few of the other descriptions, I may have been let down or something. 
So I, I don't know, cautionary tale about movie descriptions. Uh, but this movie is from the year of uh, our Lord, 2012. <laughs> right. Why did I do that? Because you go to church you so often. You felt me stumble into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, 2012, and the description, and this is IMDb, as we always do, um, a sound engineer's work for an Italian horror studio becomes a terrifying case of life imitating art. I like that. You you do like that? I do like that. Okay. Um. I read another one that was completely different, kind of similar, but a completely yeah. different end. And I'll I'll tell you that I guess when I when I decide. But um, <laughs> now, had I read it ahead of time, I would have been doubly excited to watch this movie. Uh, Toby Jones and that description sounds yeah. fascinating, and the the world of foley and sound and mixing. Right. I and we've probably I love. So inherently, I'm going into like, oh, behind the scenes on a movie, so, like perfect. Well, I, I sent you a text saying uh, you should have a box of Kleenex with you yeah. and you watch it because of your sound and then, fetish. Yeah, and my sound fetishes. It, and it's all analog 1970s equipment. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Ryan is just gonna. Well, I so I lose didn't, it. That's that's what's funny about this is is I I didn't really, for some reason, know that it was a period piece because you know Italian horror is known yeah. for the 70s. And I didn't necessarily think it was going to be set that way. So I, I went in thinking, oh, it could be 90s, could be 2000s, could be, you know what I mean? Right. Um, I didn't think it would be stylized. So that would may have made me triple excited <laughs> as well. It's billed as a drama horror thriller. Um, yeah. Drama horror thriller to you? Yeah, thriller. Yeah. Oh, I think so. Okay. Definitely drama. Yeah, and and I like that 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 lineup, and I don't know if it's a thing, and and or if you know, maybe it's we can create Michael a game, Jackson. you know, like a Doug Loves Movie style game about like what's the genre is going to be and in what order, because <laughs> I'm I I think I would have gone yeah drama horror thriller, um, and you could you could question even if it's a horror movie, but I do, uh, and it stars, and I think the most notable person in the cast, Toby Jones, as Gilderoy. Now, yeah. did you know him from anything else? So, I, I anticipated this exact moment. You looking at me and saying, you know, what did you hear? And so what came out, as soon as I saw him, and this is embarrassing because of all the stuff he's done, Yeah, Atomic Blonde. Probably because that's the most recent thing I've yeah. seen him in. Yeah. And, and that, the dick of an interview he was to her. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was such a prick. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that I'm like, oh, that guy. There's nothing, and he he is that guy, and he I, I think he's got a huge and varied filmography. He's got 133 credits. Yeah, and he is somebody who I think later has just been known in creepy roles. So again, putting him into this mix again made me four times excited because that <laughs> seems like perfect casting, and I'm going to say kind of maybe shocker. I think he's the most grounded part of the movie, of the insanity around him. Uh, but his IMDb, uh, he's best known for uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, The Hunger Games, Captain America the First Avenger, and The Painted Veil. Yeah. And so you've does, probably seen him in most of those. He does a lot of stage work Yeah, as well. He's got that acting career, like, and I've probably said on, on here before, I'd love. Just worked consistently. Yeah. Kind of a chameleon at times, but whenever he pops up, you're like, oh, cool. Character actor extraordinaire. Yeah, exactly. 
And again, we'll have spawned a sub podcast about character actors and my love for. Uh, <laughs> starring Ron Perlman. It's starring, yeah. Yeah, we've done a lot of his movies. Uh, he's also, he's in the upcoming Indiana Jones movie, which I'm Ooh. kind of vaguely excited for uh, because I also think Garrett Hedlund is in it and he's an actor I love. I've talked about before. Um, he also, Toby Jones, has an upcoming movie that sounded interesting and it's called Tetris. And I'm like, oh, the game. It can't be about <laughs> about the game, you know, because <laughs> right. Super Mario. Really, I get it, Tetris. And here it goes. It is a movie about the game Tetris, but not like you think. Like Toby Jones plays a square, and he's just trying to find his place as he falls. Um, Hollywood squares. Yeah, but it's about the legal battles during the Cold War over ownership of the game. What? Yeah. So Tetris. Um, but he's in like the Muppets Most Wanted, uh, Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom, which I've told you I actually liked. Oh, the the evil business guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, his first film, 1992 film called Orlando, which is based on a book by Virginia Woolf. Uh, Tilda Swinton and Billy Zane in that. Oh. I've never seen it. A young Billy and Zane, like Zane Tombstone. And, like Prime time. Zane. Oof. Prettiest man I ever saw. God Damn. Yes, Billy Zane. And he's also, I didn't know this, he's the voice of Dobby, the house elf, in the Harry Potter movies, at least two of them. Okay. A character that I think most people hate, Yeah. to be honest, including maybe myself. So do you watch, you've watched all the Harry Potters with your kids? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he, I, I don't really think I like his character. And uh, Toby Jones also in, I think, one of the saddest movies I've ever seen in my life, The Mist. Ooh. Remember that? No. Okay. Is that a Stephen King? Yeah. Thomas Jane. And the the word the the just the saddest movie I've ever seen. I'll never watch it again. Um <laughs> now the so <laughs> this movie, uh, ladies and gentlemen, was fucking bananas. Yeah. And avant garde, huh? Right. Mm-hmm. If we want to be pretentious and <laughs> and all judge Schmales about it, yeah. It was mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Bye, Bushwood. You? You? Um, <laughs> if that, that could be a t-shirt. Gambling is illegal, sir, yeah, and I never slice. Um, yeah. So. Damn. <laughs> all right, you can owe me. Turds. All right, stop me at any time, because I can go all night on this one. Oh, my God. That's what she, no, never mind. But I, I it's, it's a weird movie, and I got confused as to who was who as I was trying to put the cast list together here. Yeah, you, and. To your defense, you can't watch this just one time and and, and get it all. There's, all right. it, there's no way. Well, I went, so next, and just forgive me and, and correct you, me well, if I'm wrong. That wasn't a, but, <laughs> that probably uh, came out. Next, Bill, uh, Antonio Mancino as Santini. Had you seen him in anything? Uh, so one of them, Santini is the director, The right? director. Yeah. No, I haven't. I didn't know him. He, uh, I hadn't seen him in anything. But that, I do have a note. You hadn't seen him in anything? What? Like his dick is huge? No. You, you've heard no. somewhere? No. Shalom. No. Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, yeah. He's the Italian newscaster. But did you recognize him as that, no. as such, when you first saw oh, him? Oh, I did not at all. Nope. Oh, uh, but he, That hurts. He's in a movie. you're so good at that. <laughs> Was it late at night and were you very tired? That's usually That's when I'm doing things. the only things. time you watch movies. Yeah. 
Um, he's in a movie called Lords of Chaos, which is really interesting. It's and it, I haven't seen it. I've seen the documentary it's based on, and it's about the Norwegian black metal scene and this very true murder that happened and these like kids who were bur- burning churches. Norwegian. Yeah. Oh. Uh, he's in that. He's uh, and again the Italian newsreader in Fast and Furious. Uh, then I have billed, and again, correct me if you you, you disagree, uh, Cosimo Fusco, and he plays Francesco. He's... Yeah, so in reading his credits, you know, because he was way, way younger when Love he did it. Of the stashes it, but I remember, in this movie, he had the sweetest mustache. I remember the scene. They said he was in Friends, and he was uh, the Italian boyfriend... Of Rachel, holy shit! And I remember, I remember this character distinctly because uh, Ross, you know, him and Rachel had the thing going on forever. Yeah. And this guy, this this beautiful Italian guy with long hair, and you know, didn't wear a shirt, walked around, and so Ross has to meet him, and he's and he says, "How do you do?" And he says, "I do, Raquel." And, <laughs> And Ross got very angry. Oh. I remember that scene. like, a, And then when I saw that, I'm like, they said that was the him. That's crazy. That is. So we were talking like, you know, early to mid-90s. 94 yeah. to 2000, he played Paolo. Yeah. I do Raquel. Friends. And it's one of his, um, I think it's his best known. He, he's best known for uh, a movie called... And forgive me. And hopefully by now everybody knows I'm not. My son. I'm an ignorant, you know, person from the Midwest, with, and I with don't. High I don't do accents very well, <laughs> or, or 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 foreign languages very well. Um, so he's best known for a movie called Venetia Frenia, um, which is a horror film, and it it looks like a like a Sony distributed movie, and it looks rad. Like Sony classics, something like yeah, I like yeah. that. It looks rad. Uh, he's best known for 30 Coins, which is an HBO show I've never heard of, uh, Angels and Demons, and Friends. He was also notably in Gone in 60 Seconds, a movie I really like. Yeah, but I don't know what character. I don't know. Was he the new stim guy in the uh, corner? Yes, I think he was. <laughs> I swear to God. I didn't write it down, but I think that's what it said. He may have just like jogged a funky synapse. Um, now it gets a little dicey because I'm not sure who's who from this point forward. I'm going to say that that sounds ignorant. It may be ignorant, but I am sorry. So, so all dark haired Italian girls look alike. I did not say that, sir. Yes, you did. Yes, he did. Italian girls. They were intentionally trying to make me confused. This filmmaker. And even the new one they hired later in the year. Peter Strickland, I'm coming after you. For this bullshit. You did this to me. Uh, but next build, uh, Fatma Mohammed as Sylvia slash Teresa. Yes. Sylvia is her is the main, character Is name, the one who goes she's nuts. she's playing Teresa. And Teresa's the, the character. Teresa. Okay, but Sil- Teresa's Sylvia's a, the one who, who does Sylvia's damage. her name. Does damage to people later in the film. He does damage to the film. Straight long hair. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, the one that that's flirts with Gilderoy or Gilderoy dreams that she's okay. flirting with him. Perfect. Had you seen her in anything before? No, but there's a movie, and I didn't write down which one, but another thing where they take her and one of the other girls, and it, it's a very girl-on-girl erotic type movie because I watched the trailer, and I'm oh. like, holy crap, and it's same, and done by Peter Strickland. Okay. Well, I yeah, I should have wrote. He, he's I worked, didn't write the title down. He's worked with these these three ladies a few times, and um, so oh, she Burgundy. 
It's called yeah, the Duke of Burgundy. The Duke of Burgundy. Yeah, yeah look, yeah. it's you watch the trailer and you're like, okay, so what her, is this rated? And then Kyra Dana, who plays Elisa, and Eugenia Caruso, who plays Claudia slash Monica slash Screamer, are all in the Duke of Burgundy. But Fatima Muhammad, <coughs> excuse me, is in notably. I thought you'd like this. I got to take a lot of it. She's in a 2021 film called Sabina, Tortured for Christ, The Nazi Years. Wow. That's, it wasn't done by Strickland, was it? No. Okay. I, uh, shoot. No. I, well, I can't confirm okay. or deny that. But wow. <laughs> that wow, is quite wow, a wow. title. Yeah. Uh, and it was written and directed by Peter Strickland. Uh, was he somebody that you were aware of or any of the, cause this uh, was obviously came cold to both of us, right? Yeah. Yeah. He, he, no, he was that, but again, a writer director, which, which we love. We love. Oh, Hey, let's do it in harmony. No. We love. No. Oh. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. <laughs> Ryan doesn't want to play tonight, folks. I'm shy. sorry. No, no, no. I, I just, you know, <clears throat> I just not fucking doing it. <laughs> Give me the Nick Cage. Yeah. Check my writer. It's too early in the podcast or something like that. <laughs> um, he is. Where's my contract? Um, so he is uh, somebody who has, he's done a few things. He uh, early, early on wrote and directed a movie called Caitlin Varga in 2009. Uh, and it, it, I think it looks like something, you know, maybe you would dig or maybe not. I don't know. Um, looks kind of like a horror type of woman in peril i don't know i don't know if it would be your thing but um women in peril yeah no, i i don't ever watch those hashtag not a creep <laughs> so in, in all seriousness creek. it actually it looks it looks super cool um so kind of like a small horror film i uh, wrote and directed the duke of burgundy uh he directed a, Bo a bjork documentary i almost said bork um he wrote bjork yeah bjork uh as we say here in the midwest what country is he Norwegian? Is that Norway? Icelandic, I think. What? Finnish or Icelandic? Bjork is. What is I Iceland? Yeah, I believe. People actually I, live I there. Be, well, she thrives there. She's got famous from being there. Uh and he uh most recently, Peter Strickland wrote and directed a twenty twenty two film. Ooh, twenty twenty two film that looks amazing. I, I'm very excited, called Flux Gourmet. Have you heard about this? No. It looks awesome. Uh, it stars Gwendolyn Christie of Game of Thrones, Brienne of Tarth, and lesser known Star Wars fame. Wait, Brienne. Brienne of Tarth. Is that the Tall, big warrior awesome woman? Blonde? Yeah. Okay. Uh, starring her, and it's like a, <coughs> in the world of food, like culinary competitions or something. It oh. looks super stylized like this. She's the one that... The Kingslayer, like she had a thing. Those two had like this underlying. Yeah. Did tension you want to talk about on. Game of Thrones? Well, <laughs> if if we don't go sideways, then it's not our podcast. If we say straight linear, are you trying to t get to get us into sex ever, with the Kingslayer? Did they ever do it? They. I those don't know. Two? Shit. No, they were naked in a hot tub to get. Yes. <laughs> right, they did. I don't know. I don't know either. Like what, they did it one time and never saw each other again. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe that's more because they're, they're. I remember they're they're nude in a hot tub at one point. Remember, and and she like she shows her bum, and that was a big deal for her. Who's to, got, like, like to who's do got a nude the better scene, bum, her or Kingslayer? I don't really remember. His is pretty tight. He's that pretty fit. Kinda, yeah, yeah, he's. <laughs> 
no, I mean, it may be a a uh, Tango and Cash situation, you know, Stallone and Kurt Russell. It's just hard to say. Between, oh, between I know bums. you would pick Kurt Russell every time. Maybe. Maybe slightly. No doubt. Uh, so this was, again, something that I was super, super excited to go into. Yeah. Uh, no tagline, but as taglines well, go- if I they're... must interject, sir. Oh. You left out one character. Oh, okay. And we can't forget about Tonya- with the most Greek last name that I cannot pronounce. Was she the receptionist? Sartorlapapapapo. <laughs> Elena. Jeez, don't, the bitch. Don't write letters about it. About yeah. That. So in an interview, she says arrogant, but I, I wrote, she's just quite she's the, the receptionist, she, right? Yeah. yeah she's, she's quite in, the bitch um, to her. Isn't she the, the little girl Bond hooks up? That little girl, the girl Bond hooks up with. In, uh, uh, you are brilliant, Real. sir. Yes, that is my notes. Skyfall. And her her character. Oh, she's in Skyfall. Her yep. And her character is Bond's lover. Yeah. So if you oh, remember yeah. in Skyfall, after he dies, then there's some stuff goes on, and they cut yeah. to the scene where he slams against a wall, making out with her. Then they cut to him, the, the two of them in bed. She's caressing his chest, and he's looking your, off your like he could care less. Me. Yeah, but you, he's but acting it out, it. everybody, with his yeah. puppet hands. <laughs> on. You're he, killing he, the moment. He's doing I intercourse. Can't, I can't. He's doing hand intercourse. Oh, I get, oh, sixty-nining. I, I, pick, I picked up the pin. Sixty-nining. Oh, it's like that. And then, and then uh, he looks in the mirror, and she's in the background. And he just walks away. So she doesn't have a line. She's in it for fifty seconds, and doesn't have a line. But she's in, and this is the same year as this movie. You're turning this into an erotic. Oh, podcast she's a Greek goddess. Did you see her? She's Jesus. very pretty. Very pretty lady. Oh, yes. look at. <laughs> <laughs> a little too much lipstick, and and when yes, he, Todd, she's a very pretty lady. When, when he he you know steps up to her, uh, it is pretty violent. When he give me that phone, and he and he oh, grabs that oh, phone the, away from her. Yeah, the late later um, in the movie. But the yeah. tagline, if it's on the poster, I read it um, because it's kind of I guess it's they count it as a tagline if it's on the poster, and it's a a quote a tense teasing triumph exquisitely crafted. Guy Lodge variety. So the review, one of the reviews is on the poster. Uh, I could not find anything on the budget. Do you find anything on no. the budget? Okay. Uh, opening weekend, though, $6,605 and worldwide gross, $312,000. So I'm sure it was made for a little bit more than that, but uh, that's not, you know, money's not what it's about. And I'm sure it's made more sense. I didn't find anything more about that. And another thing I was excited about, thing number seven, I guess at this point, one hour and 32 breezy minutes. Yeah. Unlike this podcast. Almost flew by. <laughs> We're working on it, everybody. Which will be two hours and 37 minutes. Almost flew by. Really? Yeah. Really. It, it, well, it, that's, that's a good it, thing. It was a super quick pace and, and almost like, you know, I, I wasn't in the mood for something terribly lengthy last night, to be honest, so... But you had no choice. But I, I was like, I could have taken some more. We could have seen, <laughs> you know, maybe a director's cut, something like that. <laughs> um, so the movie premiered on uh, the 28th of June, 2012, at the Edinburgh International Film Festival. Wait, wait, what date? June 28th. Oh, your birthday. Oh, my birthday? Yeah. How about that? And Walden did that. Thank you, Walden. Uh, where the Daily Telegraph described it as, uh, quote, the standout movie, was presented at the London Fright Fest Film Festival in August of 2012. 
Uh, Peter Bradshaw of The Guardian has described the film as seriously weird and seriously good and said that in Mark Strickland's emergence as a, quote, key British filmmaker of his generation. That's pretty cool. Well, that is, yeah, that is quite the uh, And a review. whole bunch of awards, uh, it, uh, a lot of awards, British Independent Film Awards, Edinburgh, uh, Edinburgh, Edinburgh Film International Film Fest. Oh, my God. <laughs> Scotland. Scotland Yard. A film fest in Scotland. Uh, Fangoria Chainsaw You're Awards. playing both sides. <laughs> and <laughs> once again. I'm like the heckler tonight. I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. <laughs> my... <laughs> hey, security. Farewell, shitheads. <laughs> was the last I've been time. watching a lot of Bonds. I've watched all the Conneries uh, I, except no, for the 83. I just shamed myself by quoting Highlander too. Uh, and <laughs> this film made, I, I don't know if it won anything or was only nominated. Uh, the Catalonia International Film Fest shows up again. Again. Yep. So this they, obscure. That is our. Little, little Spanish. That is our thing. You know, we'd support you. We'd like to be there. So if you want us to, to come do a show there. We will do a live show at the Catalonia. 100%. 100%. Film Festival. Um, so this is a, a movie that I expected to be weird. And do you think that helps? You know, it, yeah. I mean, I guess based on yeah, the expectation. If you spend too much time going, what the fuck? Yeah. What is this about? I'm, I'm so confused. But if yeah. you go in avant-garde, you know, yeah. at least thinking that, it, that, I think it helps. And, uh, you know, a lot of production companies. And um, I, I love when films, um, talk, like in their credits, that's, that's supported by the National Lottery. I, I, I should have looked up. I, and I, do you know what it is? Well, you know how lottery money goes to the schools here? It's like that, that's but for my movies guess. in other countries, right? You know, it is, like New Zealand, you see that a lot. Yeah. As a it's total speculation, but that, that would sense. make sense. So yeah. they pool monies in other, in other countries to be able to dole out to yeah. films, which it, I think is know, super cool. Whatever they choose is worthy. Yeah. yeah. And right away, so again, you said expectations, sound. Yeah. And I'll say right now, I was not over or underwhelmed by the use of sound or any of it. Yeah. It was perfectly done. Because it could have been over the top, but it starts right away in the credits with the click. Yeah. And immediately I'm like, oh, this is super stylized. Like and the it's... clicking of the tape going yeah. through oh, the yeah. thing. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And then transitions in this goddamn movie. Oh my God. Fuck like that. so, so cool. You just, you just, you just went like, uh, like sexy. Fuck. Yeah. Wow. The transit, it was, it was that blender one, wasn't you know, it? The mouth to blender. When, blender when you're deprived of rubber podcasts for two months, you tend to, wow, it tends all, to come out. Oh, everybody's, we should charge oh. extra for this one. They're getting a little, <laughs> a little, little more. <laughs> uh, all spent. So. <laughs> what, the, what are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. Where is this going? You're uncomfortable with it, aren't you? Yeah. Well, you know, I, my, I started my, it. My wristband does say love is love, oh. you know. So. Um, I'm immediately, I, I guess if you're somebody who listens to the podcast and you you like our assessment of stuff and we don't always share what we think about it right off the top, I think you can know as little as you want about it, go into it and probably have a fair time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I if can you see, don't, cause I, I, can see brought, people like... I love all this stuff ahead of time and I was just delighted top to bottom. So that's awesome. You know. Yeah, because it's not a linear, like, you know, beginning, middle, end film where, you know, it's going to make sense. So those who look for that, you yeah. know, may not like it. So he, he, things I like about this, can I ask you? You can. What 
what filmmaker or filmmakers did this remind you of? Oh shit. Um I don't know. I mean it was so well, this is cheating, but David Lynch was, you know, referenced a lot. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I get that. Lynch, and then right. there was another early Italian, you know, 70s horror film guy that was referenced, but I just wasn't familiar so with you're, him. So you're just, you're, but, you're leaning right into what it, so a lot of people that I was reading said um, De Palma was, was listed as well. Like, okay. Like you said, and Lynch was listed as yeah. well. And a bunch of others, and the one person who wasn't listed, and the one who this movie reminded me of the most, was Stanley Kubrick. Really? This felt like... Like a Clockwork Orange? For sure. Okay. And But maybe I with like that, that Italian flair. Yeah. But it's the... Right, this opening, I do recall. This opening of the hallway in the Baron, and it reminded me of... of, of you know, funny, and maybe this is what got me in a comedy headspace in a weird way. Yeah. Joe versus a volcano. So have you, so this is, I'm going to do it. I'm bringing it in. When she's walking down the hallway in the beginning there and you just see the back of her legs with the stock, the line going down the stockings, right? right. The, the, uh, the Greek girl. Uh-huh. To me, that was almost an homage to Monica Bellucci in the movie Irreversible, which is the... Big controversial movie where there's oh, yeah, a big yeah, yeah. rape scene. Well, I mean, I think with her, but that the way that was filmed and looked totally like that scene, except it was indoor in the in the footsteps. And I'm like, I thought it was an homage that, to that. That could kind of be, I mean, kind of ubiquitously seen as like lady sexy because you you could you see it on a lot of movies. You know that that you don't normally see the line down as much unless it's like a 40s film or something. But it it's you know you see that kind of establishing shot and it's kind of again stylized yeah style 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 which I loved I was so you just don't in think the it was an homage it. to that Italian I, no, I didn't movie. see anything I just I just saw style okay and and, and, may, and I don't really maybe dwell on it that way because I was along for the ride so I was my mind wasn't wandering at all you were and locked I in. was just, yeah yeah which I'm not not normally locked in but uh, I, I really didn't kind of think of it that way and i but i again it's absurd right off the bat because you don't know and I, I wasn't really kind of thinking about it right away like you don't know what he's doing he's walking down a hallway yeah and he's get getting on a phone this orange phone and he's having this conversation but there's like screaming going on yeah in the behind background. him yeah and i for some reason kind of forgot the whole movie thing right and i'm like what the fuck is happening Who's right now? Who's getting murdered in the background? <laughs> and again, I'm like, here we go. This is going to be great. Buckle up. <laughs> and so, I, I, again, I, my mind caught up with, you know, the rest of itself. And I was like, oh, dummy. This is probably, he's already there. Yeah. So I'm feeling like this movie's not going to waste any time. Because it almost to, it, it, you could see its detriment. I, I was a little confused and I had to do a lot of catch up. Along the way, yeah. so we find that he's uh, a a sound and foley and mix man of some renown from the UK. Yeah, documentary like, and you you find that out kind of later. Really boring, yeah. Stuff. But he, but he he's of some renown and he is on a job. He's been been flown to, or we suspect, 
flown yeah, to yeah, Italy. He's trying to get reimbursed for the for to, the flight. And this is really the summation, and that's what it should have been. The summary of the film, which is like one man's attempt to get reimbursed for his for flight. His flight. Like the and, corporate and, America and, is and, so and, fucking and bogged the down. Madness. <laughs> what it does, like expense reports, that matters. Timeliness fucking matters. Yeah, and and that's the moral of this film. And this producer does not want to pay. That's right. Not at all. It questions whether you even should, the flight happened. You should do do it for the so art. How did he get there? This is <laughs> oh, this movie's fucking nuts. Yeah, and so. So the but the opening credits is actually not credits. It's actually the movie that they're doing, the Equestrian Vortex. How did you find that out? I watched it five times. Did okay. Where in the movie do you know or do you hear? It says it in Italian, and then the subtitle underneath says oh, the Equestrian Vortex. Here, here's a dilemma, and folks who listen who are like me, <laughs> don't um, put on the subtitle. Well, <laughs> It, so this movie is, um, there are parts in Italian that are subtitled. Yeah, and, part of the film. And I watch movies with subtitles. So when you watch movies with subtitles, when yep. there's a foreign language, yep. it just says speaking foreign language or something and like that. And it covers up covers what they're the actually actual... saying so you can't see it. So I so I wanted you to he- I wanted you to play this one louder. I was hoping you would be like in the other room or whatever where you could, so you could hear all the analog sounds better, you know, because I know you watch it. With subtitles late, yeah, you know, and you I don't couldn't. want to wake anybody up. I couldn't because I mean, Jess was with me on, on this ride for a little bit. Um, it, it was all just the ambient screaming <laughs> that made me like, you know, because I don't remember if I told her it was my movie or yours, but I can imagine her just like hearing screaming of women being like, Todd's pick. <laughs> Why? <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, but she would have watched the movie, seen Toby Jones, and been like, oh, your pick. Okay. So, you know, it, it's, it doesn't matter, but it, you know, yes, this, the, the way the credits and everything moved, um, and as the actual credits started, yeah, it, did that remind you of anything? Cause something popped out of me immediately. Zom Beavers? Well, no. Cause it, it re- had that, that music kind of like the Scooby-Doo. Do, it, it did. And, the, and it got in, but it reminded me of like Sergio Leone films. Oh yeah, meets, yeah. Meets the, like the Rob way it was Zombie. flashed. Yeah, that's so brilliant. Italian, and yeah. I was like, "Oh man, they're hitting all my yeah. buttons." Like yeah. this is, <laughs> and again, it looked like <laughs> mixed with like pulpy Rob Zombie footage with the flashing. It yeah. was just missing the gunshots. Yeah, but it had the clicking. Yeah, and so oh, that's again. Yeah, I that's am just totally. like full mast. You know, <laughs> like. As he gestures with his fist going into and, and the I, upright may, position. You know, be sharing too much, but you know, be, due to my work schedule and things like this, <clears throat> I, I have to watch a lot of these movies late and, and things of that nature, and I have to eat late. So how I watch this movie, as I've watched many of our movies, is um, in, in the bedroom and on our dresser, you know, uh-huh. as a tall dresser, I have my dinner and the movie on. What was dinner? And I'm standing. So you have dinner and a movie. Well, yes, it's dinner and a movie. Late at night. Um, and what was your dinner with this? It, one? it was a um, a sausage uh, a pasta dish, like a you know, like a ground pasta and or ground uh, sausage and pasta. So it wasn't restaurant, like no, no, so it was stuff. Made, it no, was made, made okay. by my wife. My wife is better to me than I ever deserve. I always say, and I always know. 
And um, and so that's that's how I was watching the movie. And so I was standing, and I stood the whole time. Yeah. Well, helps. I really did. Otherwise, I, you'd fall asleep. I, I, no, and not no. That's not where I was. Because you're so tired. It, you know. Yeah. Typically, yes. That's yeah. characteristically me. But I was just kind of now. Had a, when I finished dinner, I did engage in another snack, a little bit through. But I didn't have that much to go. It was a breezy, you know, hour thirty-two. Yeah. And so I, I stood the whole time, and so I, I turned the, the subtitles off, um, and I had to listen better than I normally do. When you realize it was yeah. covering up all the stuff. Yeah. So I did find a, a neat little tidbit. So you know, the Equestrian Vortex is the actual movie that they're doing the sound foley to and yeah. mixing. Um, so the Italian title for that, or some other European unique title, mm -hmm. Produce Abuse. Produce? Produce Abuse. abuse. Are you with me? That's quite bizarre. Does that fit? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay, I made that up. I was trying to. This was this was a funny moment, funny funny moment, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And and Ryan, Ryan's lost. <laughs> I, I I lost Sorry. him. I, I, I was distracted for a brief second. <laughs> I did have to so look away because of all this. I thought I it just struck me as produce abuse. Yeah, from the, from which we're going to get into as we go along. So it, I I thought that would be a funny. I'm not I'm not a fan of vegetables. Yeah, well, I'm, neither I'm is neither are they. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fan of vegetables after watching this movie because oh my god! No, you would, you would love to do this because you get to attack every vegetable ever made. No, no, no! Ever it's grown. just the lingering shots of them in a pile somewhere. Oh, the garbage pile, uh, whatever of that produce, is. Rotting. Symbolism. We're, we'll get into symbolism, I suppose. But what's what's really interesting about this is already it's a bizarre world. So now I, I feel like we are, and again, I'm along for the ride. Right, and I feel like we are in this, you know, play. I didn't, I still didn't know it was the seventies. Um, place. This is where they're recording the things. Yeah. He's just arrived for his job, and what I think is interesting is he meets Francesco, right? Francesco, the producer, and who he's upset isn't Santini, who we find out is the director. He thinks, he, yeah, he and thinks he is Francesco. Um. Meets him and says, this way, Gilderoy. So we know he's Gilderoy, Gilderoy. And he's like, do not be afraid. Yeah. And that should be the last of the bad Italian either of us does. But <laughs> he says, do not be afraid. And what he, that line kind of stuck out to me. I'm like, why did he say, do not be afraid? I think it's kind of foreshadowing or setting Just up. like maybe he's intimidated because later well, he says like, oh, his studio is a, a yeah. garden shed. Well, they know, yeah, then they know what his work is. And they have like, beef the whole time francesco and gilderoy it's like well gilderoy he's being just bullied francesco i i feel like is pissed that gilderoy is there like yeah. he got replaced or something and he's just bullying him the whole time so because he's so timid and and this is after and, and a main theme of this movie gilderoy and his receipt for his flight yeah that he very well took at least as far as he's told us, from the UK to Italy. Correct. Okay. And so, not, and she says, just not, remember, not my department, and nobody cares. And so he's telling, he's telling 
Francesco about this and, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll get your receipts handled. We'll get your receipts handled. And then he, he sits him down in the theater. Yeah. And he's like, what's this? And he says, you're brief. So was he showing him just like a sizzle reel of the film? I guess. Because that's know. when he says, I don't normally do movies like this. Right. Like, you know, and then that thing about the horse comes up. And he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, she's, he's, you know, he's oh, some he equestrian thing. Oh, he thought it was an equestrian he, thing. Yeah, yeah. Says, yeah, yeah, she was right. She's just not riding the horse anymore. Yeah. Now they're, you know, ripping her hair out one by one or whatever. Oh, yeah. my God, the hair. Uh, <laughs> okay, so that, that, I guess, makes sense. So he's yeah. he's this... Um, and they get into this this respect thing. Respect's a big theme, uh, especially with Francesco. But, you know, he is of some note, and he's there, and it's a big deal that he's there. Okay, cool. So I'm sure like normal movie productions, you don't see the director all the time, every day, even on your first day. <clears throat> so he's kind of getting into the, the, the just the, the hang of things. Yeah. And getting used to yeah, the, you know, a bigger space. What but the he's film just, is. He's getting to work. Yeah. Which again, I, I loved and He's getting settled in. So I have a, I have many questions for you. Oh no, master, <laughs> no. master Burbian, Ma- master what? You're a Ma- master Burbian, master. Ooh, you were a master Burbian last night, master. I'm trying not to say the word. It's fine. I was trying to walk <laughs> you into it, but you didn't do it, master. B- 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 the person who's seen this movie multiple times. Is multiple so, migs. I'm going to be honest with you. Multiple migs in the background. The old guy who's just so pissed at Gilderoy the whole time. Oh yeah, because he pulled it. He, t- he switched his cords. I'm I'm going to be honest. I I thought at first it was Martin Balsam. Giovanni. Um, I, I think th- that's his name. I thought maybe it was a number of infamous older actors who may be dead. Oh really? Yeah. You were trying to figure yeah, out. Yeah, I thought it was, at first I thought it was Martin Balsam. It's the guy from Killer Mermaids. The, what? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's not a, is he Spanish? No, Franco Nero? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm like, so and there's this just guy in the background who's just so pissed. Yeah. At Gilderoy, because yeah, I guess admittedly, he well, maybe does. he normally does it or something, you know? So that's my note. I'm like, is that in. Martin Balsam? Is Martin Balsam dead? So I haven't looked up. Um, and, you know, they set up the world super cool and you slowly kind of can tell that it's the seventies, maybe just slowly yeah. for me, but I love when they, and, and they do this a lot in avant-garde movies where it's just shots of shit just for no reason, well, maybe to break things I, up. I, to love, establish. I love the realism of all the equipment, you know, and how they did yeah. the sounds of it all. And cause yeah. it's all analog and the yeah. clicking of the dials, the typewriter in the beginning, yeah. She's typing away, and I'm like, Ryan is just going to love all yeah. these sounds. And then visually, the boards. I love how the film is on a board, yeah. mapped out yeah. from an audio capacity. And color-coded. Yeah. yeah. And, and again, they go back. I mean, this, this, this episode should be called Silencio. Because what was all that breaking up the movie more and more towards the end? But, um, oh, yeah. Very good. Which oh. is the sign that would light up whenever like they were done, recording. All right. Yeah. Scooby yes, Snack. Master. Thank you. <laughs> Rot row, Shaggy. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, all the plans and, you know, uh, so you, you have a dynamic. You've got Francesco, who is maybe the, not the, produ- the producer of the film. The, the, yeah. Because they, he is the producer. He's the producer. And Santini's the director. Santini is the director. 
And then you slowly start to meet the talent, you know, these voice actors who are just, you know, doing so much. Yeah. And then who the fuck is, I just called him the party guy. Yeah. Who's the, he, he's like, a nephew of a famous director or something, oh, or a really? son of a, son of a director is what I think they said. So I don't think it's Santini's son, but he just shows up with booze and, and food and then he's yeah. trying to take like one party, of the girls home. Parties break out yeah. uh, like from every corner. He just comes like, flying in like, hey. And I think Sylvia even says it later, like, you know, just just go with it. Do whatever party you want in your head. Yeah. This kind of stuff happens all the time around here, just like blackouts, <laughs> which, again, I, I think is, is really, really super fun. And so, you know, the guy with the chocolate and Gilderoy is just trying to get his goddamn reimbursement. Yeah. Figure out what his thing is. He's the head of mixes. And what I note, what I noted about the mix of Italian and, and English in this and I really liked it. And Italian, again, known as the Romance language and a very sensual language, right? But I, I think that a lot of Italian can sound like assholeish, real easy. Pretentious. Yeah, kinda, and they're yeah. not trying to, but it's like, wow. They can put some stank on it real easy. <laughs> I mean, just inadvertently, just can sound... And, and, and he mentions, like, he's strapped for cash, like... He needs this. He needs this. Well, this it, seat by thing. example, by what he's, you know, by his actions. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because he keeps trying to get this, this reimbursement. Yeah. And so you, we were setting up the world. You have the girls in the booth. They're kind of trash talking things and, and, you know, oh, we can hear you. So there, that was kind of a funny moment. You know, the girls are. Yeah. When he tells them, just film, work you, you know, death. we could discuss your film theory off the clock kind of thing. Yeah. So again, you know, taking like, no shit. film. Got this guy. And, 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 you know, it is funny because every time, you know what? Again, it was funny. Every time <laughs> that, that, that little narrator guy had to describe the scene that yeah. they're acting, like a girl being mauled by a chainsaw. She's running through the woods barefoot, you know, save no hope on her mind. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Now start screaming. And, and that was funny to me. Yeah. So, yeah, I think this movie was. Maybe throw comedy in there at the beginning. But so there's a one one of the other really awesome transitions I thought was a transition from I forget what it was into the tape recorder the real the real in his room. So I ask you, yeah. where the hell is he staying? It's very confusing. So it's just some little like side apartment bedroom off of the studio is what it appears That's to be. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. All right, I feel better because there's a studio and then there's a film room where they have the big screen and all that, and then they've got like the recording. Yeah, because it feels studio. like there's a couple of times with people at the door and yeah, like, and they in just jammies. They just stick them in this bed. little tub of peanut butter. Like, hello, yeah. help me. <laughs> Doorbell, doorbell ring. Okay, so I, I, you know, and he, another cool component is like the cataloged sounds that he's going through, you know, and what it takes to make things happen in this world you know i love the story and i've said it before about the the blaster sound in star wars and the guy just hitting a wrench against that big tension wire you know and that that's just <laughs> such a cool you know thing and it's just people out in the wild and you see those elements in yeah. this yeah and it's funny when you see what it actually is you know yeah that makes that sound like stabbing the knife into the cabbage you know oh yeah yeah and mashing kind of you know Mashing watermelon. Mashing watermelon, slamming things down. Yeah, th that would have been that comedian's... Uh, Gallagher Gallagher's all over this. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Ding, dang, do. I don't know. He, he he's well-trained like for that. Yes. 
Well, I I liked again the establishment of the world, and then we get to him, you know, reading a letter from his mom and the chip chumps. What are chip chirps? Chappa chappas. Some type of bird. <laughs> Talking about birds and yeah. stuff. Happy bird. Yeah, and he's reading These the letter to like... to come back from the the visual horror that he's been witnessing in this film because yeah. this is completely out of his world. So, you know, he's in his bedroom and he's just pulling out a letter from his mom and he clearly oh, lives mom, with yeah. his mom. Yep. And, you know, because she says it's... Is it, that perpetuating a terrible, like, British guy stereotype? Because I feel like a lot of British guys... Live with the mom? Like, aging British guys live with their moms. I think uh, a lot of Americans do, too. We, I mean, I don't want to start static. But, you know, I think that's all true. <laughs> you oh, know, behave. It's, you... You want to oh, get now, some? Now we're just. You want to get some hash? Stick it to him with some there. bad Austin yeah. Powers accents. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Who does number two work for? That's it. That Give it you to don't him have who's to, boss. You don't have to work that hard for that one. <laughs> Sorry. Spy who shagged me. Sorry. I mean, and wasn't this a UK filmed film? Wasn't I this believe filmed so. In the UK? Yeah. Which I thought was very interesting as well. Well, again, you know, knowing where he's staying, he has has this, you know, thing about his mom. And now we start to see how hard this work is because, you know, they're talking about like the one girl, she wants to have a humble opinion. And she's like, do you think there's too much screaming in this? Oh, yeah. When you know, she, you she know, dared you, to have an opinion. Yeah. And it's it was hard. And That's the producer hard to watch. just bullies everybody. Yeah, and everybody. He's like, I don't, you know. I pay you to do a job, yeah. I don't pay you to think, or whatever. And can't, I, call, I was calling him Candy Party Guy. You know, that guy's a perv. Everybody's just a perv. The director. And the director, very much so, we find later. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's it's just like these women are overworked, and it, and it makes you just sad then for watching these movies if any of this stuff is true. But, you know, she just asked for a glass of water at some point. Cause, and, and they again, all the actresses do such an amazing job at, like, getting hoarse in the middle of a word or the cough yeah. or... Yeah, well, I mean, she's just doing these blood-curdling screams yeah. and it was hurting your throat, and, clearly. You know, so she asked for water and the producer's like, hey, somebody get a glass of water for this diva. Yeah. Diva. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, like, you do that, asshole. Yeah, and then, you know, she's not, it's not good enough and he says, I want to feel the fear. And this is after a guy's like, all right. A madman yeah. with no pants <laughs> and a bear mask is chasing you through the woods. He is screaming, I'm a willy ween wiener. You know, like, okay. Yeah. What's the, I wanted to do creep. What's the, th- peaches. Peach fuzz. Yeah, Peach I mean, that, that can be your, their motivation. <laughs> but this is another amazing, amazing transition from her doing that final screen, scream into Gilderoy blending yeah. Something red, whatever it was in that blunder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, tomato juice or whatever. And then it fucking amazing. It sprays all over it. So oh, yeah, insinuating, yeah, right. you know, he's actually um starting to become affected by the film in his real life, you know, life imitating art as Do as the description said. Early or was were yeah. they just going like yeah, oh, because he's a little clumsy? He's and... so affected by that. And, you know, I had to read yeah. the letter from his mom and, and, and listen to the recording of his mom's footsteps and stuff. And this is a To bring him back home. That, by the way, brilliantly, you never see. No. 
You he's never here. see one iota yeah. of what he is watching. Heads the title but his, sound. His reaction to it and everybody's yeah. is so bizarre. And that's where the Kubrick thing comes in. You know, yeah. it, it it just had this crazy element of that to me. Um, which I really, really loved. And, and you know, then he's in his little home and they, they kinda had show he he picks up the spider, which was that a metaphor or anything? I mean it's, it's a through to, line, but I didn't I didn't he picks I up this, you know. I didn't get the spider. And he, he picks it up. Okay, so it, it clearly may be important. If you know, uh, oh, a little independent podcast at gmail.com is always a place that you can, yeah. you know, send us the old, uh, hey, idiots, Spider meant this. Oh, you know what it means? Because if you're mean, we'll, we'll hear it's, it in our it's voices. It's an homage to episode like three. Oh, that could be. That's what it is. Oh, They're this fans. This, oh, this the spiders. Guy? Made this movie it, after hearing it, our it, episode three, most beautiful. Well, in a, in a metaverse, <laughs> also available where you hear all your podcasts. Episode three has has uh, has spiders as well. Yeah, and so my my favorite, one of my favorite scenes in this movie, and it's not my clip, but you know, there's organ music going on behind the thing, and you know, it's it is chaotic, and the movie yeah. again kind of grips you by the the wiener, you know, <laughs> Vienna sorry. sausage, and it it doesn't let go. And maybe what I mean is like makes you uncomfortable, I guess. Like and it stares kung, you in the like eyes while it does grip it. on your GI Joe. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So here's what I took my guess for your clip. Are you ready? Because this is where it comes in. Um, crazy witch voice, which which is revenge, or the goblin. That was my choice of what you did for your clip. So I'm gonna leave that hanging in the air, and then when you play your clip, we'll we'll know if I was anywhere near. All right, that's fun. That okay. is fun, always. Well, the the witch scene, <laughs> they say somebody special is here, and I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. And it must be some you know kind of renowned character actress, and what this woman does. Yeah. I, I, With you her need voice. to see this movie. With her voice. Just and her face. Yeah. Eyeballs be bugging. Well, the, the editing and the filming of that was pretty awesome. That was when they did that close up on her eye and like the vein, red veins are bulging. Yeah. yeah. Had I had the wrong strain in me last night, I may have not made it past this scene. Beautiful. I may running have had out to of call the house you, say like, "Hey, Todd, uh, it's not happening tomorrow because." <laughs> I'm not getting past this fucking witch. Those fucking eyeballs. That thing was out of control. Yeah. And again, what she did. It's uh, not your clip. No, it's not my clip. Oh, it, swing and a miss. I, I, I'm going to tell you, you're, you're wrong on both accounts. And, because, and I considered both of them distinctly. Then I found it way too hard to pick between the two. And well, I, So you considered that? Oh, uh, thought first. But I had. Ladies and gentlemen, like, don't I get credit for that, ladies yeah, and gentlemen? I think, I think so. <laughs> can vote in on that. I, I honestly um, had a real hard time with the clip on this one because it it there was a lot of really good stuff. Yeah. So I I well the, I had act, a hard the time. acting is really good, at and the I'm whole. sure I'll I'll have left somebody out at at some point. But so that that thing was so so crazy, and then we meet Santini, which holy shit! If you didn't know, it was the '70s up to this point. This guy's fucking <laughs> lapel, right, right? His collar is going <laughs> hello. Yeah. Dun, 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 like a watt, they've got like two watt pedals guys. on his fucking lapels. <laughs> Christ, that outfit! I took a picture. I am going as that for Halloween. Yeah, this year. 
If yeah. I could find that neckerchief, Czechoslovakian swingers, sensational. <laughs> I mean, shit. <laughs> and so it's like a typical director intro. He says, "Oh, hi, hi, quick little dad." That, um, and he he's checking in with Gilderoy. Oh, you're Gilderoy. And I really liked how this director, you know, did his flaky director thing. And oh, ch- just checking in, ch- ch- just checking in. I assume it's like that, but. He's asking, how are things? Yeah. Oh, it's good. And this is where Francesco, like, gives Gilderoy a shot in the nuts. And he's like, oh, he just comes from a shed. And, oh, yeah, you know, our sound sound stage is amazing. Yeah. And then he says, I've never really worked on a horror film before. Right. Oh, boy. And it it was almost like they had a record scratched. It would have been fine. Because the ladies who are playing with the dog. Yeah, everything stops. Like, they're like, hmm? Yeah. And the dog who like yeah. ruins the take, by the way. So like, and I'm like, holy shit, what's going to happen now? And his his little monologue is really, really great. Yeah. It's not a horror film. It's a Santini film. Yeah. There are horror elements of it, but it's a, Santi- it's a Santini film. Yeah. Do not call, call my it a, film. my film a horror film. Yeah. And <laughs> this is maybe one of the first of nine to 10. I, I don't know if Toby Jones is a genius. He did this on purpose. Did you notice the amount of mouth bubbles this man makes in this film? No. You know what that that you know you got too much saliva, right? And you open your mouth to say something and bubbles, you know, you've seen that, right? He, it's happened he, to you maybe. He is a very just the character actor like, you know, being that character. So do you think that was intentional? Yeah. Okay. In, but in five to 19 times seeing it, you never notice the excessive amounts of times he has a mouth bubble? There was bubble? one time, I don't remember seeing bubbles, but there was I, one time I saw light where like, the light reflected off one of one. <laughs> the, which made me think like, it was lit. Uh-huh. Post-production, okay. This may be the biggest takeaway from this podcast, but if this guy was doing custom mouth bubbles, and they, they seemed to only happen when he was nervous. I think he did it himself. Holy I think that was. Fuck. I think that was... Okay. I think that was okay. his saliva. Well, if he was that here, was Toby's I, saliva, I would, I would... not fake saliva. Shit. Let us know, folks. That worked out. That could be hashtag saliva gate or something. I don't know. Saliva gate. I like it. So I, at this point, I, you know, they're doing the melons and, and smashing melons, and you're assuming <laughs> it's for heads. And and he does say like, you know, this one's a little wet or something. Can you get a fresher rind? Yeah. So they're that getting was that the myopic. The they're like. Ah, you know, like, ah, I can hear, yeah. you know, maybe get a fresher one. Yeah, they threw a witch out the window or something and went and hit the... Oh, my God. Hit the cobblestone. And I'm like, this is so fucking fascinating. I could watch three hours of them doing that. And and we could say their names over and over again. Massimo, Massimo. Massimo, Massimo. So I, Massimo, Massimo. this is where some of the, 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 you know... Who are real Foley guys. Oh, are they really? I think so. I Interesting. Think, I'm pretty sure I heard that or saw I that forgot, in like an interview or something. I forgot their first scene. I Massimo, forgot there was Massimo. two of them. Yeah. Because when the, the one showed up later over the steaming pan, yeah. I was like, who is fat, like Fat Anthony Bourdain? Where did he come from? <laughs> and well, like, those what sun, is this weirdo doing right here? <laughs> and I forgot he was in the earlier I I did not see that guy. The whole movie until then. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh. Yeah. In the drowning scene, he's there. Uh-huh. He's, he, he well, just he's blended. blowing the bubbles and the other guy's doing the Oh, yeah. I Maybe that was around that time. So maybe that's I, towards I, the I end. had clocked him. But fuck, I did not. I forgot about that whole guy. So 
I'm realizing there's only, you know, two girls doing all these parts and, and he's just doing the work. And now we have the start, I think of the thriller aspect because the Sylvia comes in while he's, while Gilderoy's doing some work. And this yeah. is when we have what I've called knob play. The meat. Oh, I see what because you did there. there's a little uh-huh. like nipple tweaking going on uh-huh. with the knob play. But he's, you know, at a, you know, he's at a small kind of deck doing some. She's in brawl. Like, I didn't know you could do that with my singing. So she does a, like a background, uh, what do you call it? Not singing, but just harmonizing a line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and and then he's putting echo on it. And, and uh, she's like, I didn't know you could do that with my voice. And then, can I try? And then then the knob play. The knob play, hashtag. So I'm like, is she seducing him? Yeah. In his mind. And this is, yeah, this is where the events of the film make you question everything. Yeah. Because, okay, so if that's the, 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 I, I am going at this from, no, it's all real. She's seducing him because she does start to goad him a little she's bit. She's the only, he's the only nice guy she's probably ever yeah. met in this industry. And he, yeah, I mean, he is timid and that's, you know, one of the things she says to him yeah. about the receipt. You need to stand up for yourself, which, which he does. But, she starts to try to, to, to prompt him. Like, why do you think you're here? You seem to not be having fun. Yeah. Just well, think about the kind of films you make. Yeah. Why do you think they invited you and to again, work on this film? I'm going to tell you what I thought along the way. Yeah. And how dumb I am is probably going to really astound everybody. But I didn't know what was going on. So I'm going to tell you as I wrote down what I thought happened. Do it. Oh, no, no. We're not necessarily there yet. But, uh, well, okay, so, you know, okay, what kind of films do you do? Um, And and this is, you know, it it got me thinking. I'm like, oh, okay, is there something more here? This could be, they're making a snuff. (laughs) I thought like, oh, it's real. This is a real murder documentary. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of murder going on. I didn't pick up that he did documentaries, so I I, didn't know that. Well, I didn't the first time either. But... So she, you know, is shushed out of the room, chased out of the room by Francesco. And the fear, did you see? Yeah, like she when, looked when, legitimately afraid. When he walks in the room, yeah, and then she just gets the hell out of there. Yeah. And then he gives the beautiful line. And immediately he, he is like trying to like debunk her. Like yeah. already he's on the offensive. Yep. He gives, he gives that beautiful line. Yeah, go line. ahead. You tell um, You say it, brother. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. Um. He says, like, be careful of that girl or watch out for that girl. There's poison in those tits. Yeah, poison in those tits of hers. So what yeah. does that mean? Like, he's going to uh, extract poison from her breastages? I, I don't know. I, I I, mean, I assumed it was derogatory because it's really fucking terrible to say it about somebody. So, <laughs> but I didn't really linger on, Just like, maybe the symbolism, you know? <laughs> And then I wrote, what is he eating? Oh. What is he, like, during, at yeah, that time? Is he eating something? I, I, like. I don't have that. Okay. I, I, every once in a while I just digress and I, I write something down. Well, he might have been munching on, there was lots yeah, of available produce. Yeah. And maybe he that's what it was. He might munching on yeah. a stick of celery like, or something. Yeah. I think that's what it was. So he does seem to be eating uh-huh. because again like the the food seems to be a central theme. Hey, you talk about Gilderoy or or yeah, the producer. Yeah, well everybody really. Okay. Just eating 
Fucking well, party boys are going to show raw. up at any moment yeah, with just drinks never know. and, you know, a full-on yeah, full Italian. Party in a pocket. <laughs> I've also noted that, <laughs> that, that whispered Italian, because yeah. there's a lot of Italian, whispered Italian can either be the most terrifying or the most comforting thing I've ever heard. Oh, whispered Italian. Think about it how terrifying either, it is. Either that's both ends, or both ends of the like, spectrum. Uh, I mean, oh, like, oh, so you know what you're doing that? I, I don't know. ASMR if it's stuff. Is that what you? Well, oh, don't we're get turning into that. that into this. <laughs> but <laughs> it's a fetish podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It, it's okay. <laughs> do it again, right? Do it it's again. It's happening. Come on, I need some no, more. That's not. That's not the niche we're going. Well, I mean, if it, there's money in it, I hey, guess what, we're going you know, for it. ASMR sells. Oh well. And so what? What I'm trying to suss out right now. Is this is when we get another like it 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 fades to black a bunch in the movie and it says silenzio like the recording or like a like a neon sign and again weird I don't know what it's for I don't mind it sometimes I like weird to be weird and this is why I'm I'm getting those Kubrickian vibes yeah but I wondered if it had is this just because like we'll we'll get to it he he's this is the descent uh, into madness of a human being so is this the increasingly it's progressive like downward yeah, steps it's progressive all the way up to him actually torturing a woman yeah and so that and that's that's how the the film keeps kind of progressing uh-huh and he does still think, seem grounded yeah. until one part in the movie and it takes a turn and you're like okay we're in wonderland now well, yeah and think about what it sitting down and writing the script you know that's yeah. that's bananas yeah. coming up with coming up with all this right so that you know, hats off, man. Well, that I, was, it's brilliant. What I, I what I loved is so I'm trying to figure out what the what movie they're making, and do, so is it a a Salem witch trial movie? It not necessarily Salem, you know. It's it's in Europe, but it's definitely because when we get to the hair pulling scenes, it does say that this was done by a priest. So it's like all the tortures that so they. So th- this is the vibe I'm getting. Th- is this is something this like is that? This is medieval okay. torture of witches. Like yeah. Okay. Because you know, I I just just wondering, you know, what the veggie budget is on a movie like this. Like yeah, how much produce are they getting? Are they having to get to supply for all these yeah. broken limbs and crushed heads? Again, the title: all Produce of Abuse. Francesco shows up. Is he? He shows up in in. In just a turtleneck that just to die for, another party appears, and I love the scene. Is this where the lights go out? The lights go out, and they're just ready for a party. And they light candles. Yeah, it's just this weird. And, he, and Gilderoy's like, "What's happening?" So what they do is they shut the power grid off to save money, just at random. Oh, okay. Like they do, like you have an interrupter for your. Yeah. Like in the big cities for your air conditioning. Right. And just for so much time, I mean, I guess it saves a ton of money. Yeah. So that's what I took it that this meant. And then, of course, the Italians just is like, oh, I'll come the candles and we start partying. And and then immediately after the lights go black, you you, you hear one of the women say, get off me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, because yeah. whichever one it was, yeah. probably probably the nephew there or the son or whatever Well, was... Uh, Getting a little touchy feely immediately. I, I like the the scene that scene where um, they're talking about his forte and Francesco's like everything's your forte and and Gilderoy just starts showing off and he uh, show him how to make the UFO with the light bulb. Yeah, 
Uh, and he's doing these like <laughs> tricks and can you do this? Can you do that? And, you know, can you do bats? Yeah, he doesn't speak English. And he asks, uh, oh, shoot, what's her name? She do the one who plays Teresa. The, the... Well, there's a few. Sylvia? Elisa? Sylvia, thank you. Yeah. He, he asks Sylvia to translate, do you do bats? And I'm like, do you do bats? What the hell? Is that oh, mean? yeah, right. Yeah, and then he pulls out a head, a head of cabbage. Of and, he, and he's going to do it. I'm like, oh, yeah, and then the lights and then came back on, and they never yeah, did it. They and never I know. So like, I wrote the same thing. What are like, oh, just... uh, how do you how do you do bats it. with a head of ca- head of cabbage? I yeah, I wrote our lettuce bats. Yeah, <laughs> and this guy equals party, meaning like, what a great guy to know. Yeah. How much fun would that be? Well, his life is just showing up and yeah, you know, bringing alcohol and groping women. Yeah, that is true, and I I think it's it's interesting that you know like things start to to progress where, you know, I don't think it's getting mad yet. You know, like you have the director and the, the, and Sylvia have this spat and you start to tee this up and it turns out that the director later, you know, confesses to having kind of molested this girl or been inappropriate with her and tries to laugh it off. Like, Oh, I just tweaked her. I tickled her. But this dude's a seriously fucking shitty dude. Yeah. Like a lech, and a half. And yeah, because they do show one scene where he's like making out with some girl pulling up her skirt, and you we don't even know who this girl is or where she came from. Like, yeah. not even part any part of the movie. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's a little uh, Weinsteinian. Exactly. There. Oh, there's topic. <laughs> that that were relevant. Left turn, Clyde. <laughs> Back to Clint Eastwood. And you know, again, I love the France. Francesco just is really upset with him and, and, you know, he meets Santini really for the first time and he has that bit about, you know, needing the, the, maybe an upgrade in this thing. And he's like, you should show a little bit more respect, you yeah. know? So, he, he, you know, the I, producer's I'm, always bullying him and turning it around to make, yeah. to, to, to be like in charge, yeah. to be, you know, squashing any any type of uh exactly pay pay where he has to pay anything and all or... the sounds like you know you have the scene when he's listening to more sounds the spider comes back again and yeah it's like, that's where i'm like well they the keep cutting the back and about? forth from the studio to the apartment yeah and they are hard cuts you just yeah. don't even realize you're in there and then increasingly he's having more and more dreams with yeah. uh, the girl yeah and you know and turning more of this film into his mentally breakdown yeah. rea- yeah. you know, reality type thing. And Francesco in a lot of these scenes just shows up in an angle. You yeah. ever realize that? He just saddles up. Huh. <laughs> just disparaging or whatever and just saddles back. And I'm like, I- I'm, that's, yeah. that was funny to me too, uh, to be honest. Saddle like up, just, do a beat down. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, now this is, we have another performance and I, this was hilarious to me as well because we have another voice actor come in do one of the most bizarre goddamn things I've ever seen on on the, on a TV screen. Yeah, and and who introduces him? Our Greek goddess. He's at he's at her desk trying oh, right, to get right. trying to get money again out of uh, Luigi. And uh, I think she is your Greek goddess. I think she is. She, is a, she's, she's terrible to Gilderoy. She is she, uncaring. Yeah. So corporate America. In my defense, cold as ice. I agree. She. I wrote bitch down. But in my defense, I watched an interview, short interview that she was in, and she she was just the sweetest, politest thing, and she said it was a tough role for her to play, 
and she used the word arrogant. And you know, I, I just she's just a complete bitch in this. <laughs> that is true. She does look like she'd be a sweetheart. But the rotten veggie pile keeps showing up. Yeah. And I'm like, are and, they and making you, soup? Is it and you had issues. You yeah. had nightmares. It's gross. Could now you smell have, that? Could you smell that pile? Yes, I could. But we have this new voice actor who shows up, and the the person announcing the scene yes, announces he, him as a dangerously aroused goblin. Yeah, he's attacking the... It's almost like a... I think it's nuns, but like a sorority... The dangerously sorority aroused goblin. A dangerously aroused yeah. goblin. And he's trying to attack one of the girls. That's not the t-shirt. I don't know what is. <laughs> Yeah, I I I, I, checked to see I, if it I, is I realized yet. now you were setting me up for that and, and Holy you know, that fuck. slam. Yeah, okay. Oh my da- god! Dangerously aroused goblins. Uh, yes, and this guy. And we does, wear it proudly around town. This guy does. I don't know what the fuck he That's does. That's the sequel. Dangerously aroused goblins. Yeah. Oh god. Yes, I guess. <laughs> yeah. How about a How about a band name? That's a perfect man. I haven't looked to see if this is a, a, a thing or not. Um, but now we we got this like um, theme of the letters. He's seeing another letter from his mom, and it's oddly specific. And now we get like he's doing more work, and the pot of steam comes up. And is this when the movie turns from like day to night? Is it that pot of steam where he puts the headphones on and you hear womp? Yeah, this is where he's doing the sizzle, the burning. Yeah, yeah, in the pot, and he and he can't do it exactly. And this is or where no, he's it, missing the timing. And he says, "I I can't I, I can't do this type of stuff." And this is where he wants to leave the film. He says, "He says maybe it's best I go, go home." Okay, you know that's where he went because he just he's just he's hit the wall. You know, he's all this torture. Now he's right. they're they're doing these burning scenes. And I don't know if it was the burning because earlier they talked about doing they were doing the screams to the women being yeah. a, a red hot poker shoved you know oh yeah up between their legs there oh yeah and yeah. so I don't know if you that's the burning he was doing that too and he's just like okay I can't yeah. do this yeah yeah do do you know what it feels like or you need to emulate what it's like to have a red hot poker yeah. shoved up your vagina she's like I didn't know how intense yeah. you wanted it and he says yeah. well it's pretty yeah. intense when <laughs> so. Afterwards, um, the director is um, wants to have a talk with Gilderoy, and this is my clip actually. Is is the the director talking to Gilderoy because he 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 did the character and the actor did a one eighty because he was just such a weirdo and such a you know just flaky. Yeah. And then he has this kind of interesting little tidbit to say to Gilderoy. Another scene with Veronica. Can I use her imagination? Speaking of scenes, I was going to ask you what about the film. Oh, no. You mean like just to know a bit about what? Screwed up the podcast. That was a different scene. Yeah, didn't screw up the podcast. Yeah, play well, it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I should have played this a while ago. This is where the director tells him not to call his film a horror film. Yeah, I thought, yeah. I that just, was I, his first meeting with Santini. Yeah. So, all right. So we well, we did talk what? about it. Go Dare ahead and play is it. human. Whatever. Here we we want to hear it. We want to hear it. Go, Raya, go. Yeah, here we go. Go, Raya, go. It's okay, it's okay, Francesco. This is a very specific vision. 
but you must help me, Gilderoy. It's something I want you to respect. It's, it's not that, it's just... I've never worked on a horror film before. Horror film? This is not a horror film. This is not a horror film. This is a Santini film. True. Santini film is violence, I know. But this is the life. This is the life. This is part of the human condition. Please, please, Gilderoy. Don't call my film horror again. Slip the tongue, the world. Nice. So what comes to mind was... What a dummy. Oh was, uh, I heard Helen Mirror going, arrogance, <laughs> when, in uh, The 100 Foot Journey. Oh, yeah. When she's, yep. uh, you know, the Bastille Day chef. Yeah. Yeah, arrogance. Well, that, that, What's required for a chef. That that other that other scene I I was referencing because I was really impressed with it. Yeah, uh, was when the director says, "Are you trying to escape?" Yeah, I was like what? Miguel oh, backs Something's down wrong. and is like, "No, it's yeah. just a misunderstanding in language." Yeah, and uh, I I just I liked what he said. Yeah, and I I really liked that particular scene, and and then it it ends with the grossest thing ever, where he says, "You English, you're always hiding. I'm trying to get to know you." Yeah, and he holds up. Some kind of fruit, yeah. and that's what, this is what I meant by the movie turning. You're right. You're 100%. I, I put a bracket over this. So we, we you know, it's been two months, brother, but yeah. we're still locked in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he gives, what does he give him? It's a grape. It's a grape. Yeah. And he's chewing it and he it's goes to spit this. He tries to spit the seed out, the seeds out. And then that's when he stops he says, him and he here, says, here, we swallow the seeds. We, we swallow the seeds. And then after he does that, well, he feeds him the grape in his mouth. Well, yeah. So it's so very, Toby, you should know. Toby Jones, another man, yeah. hold, held what I first thought was a chocolate, which I thought was even weirder. But he holds up to another man. Yeah. And he tries to take it. And the director goes, no. <laughs> and he makes him, he feeds it to him. He said it just like that. No. <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> and he feeds it to him. And again, so I'm like, oh, and then he says, yeah. "What is, he says, you're changed, or you're." He did. He well, says now you're. He says now you're changed. Yeah. Oof. So this this is, um, you know, it's been all this stuff has been leading up to this, and then now this is the official. Yeah. All right. So this is 55 minutes in. I even marked the time on on this event. Yeah. Um. So we've got a half hour left in the film, roughly, just a little over a half hour. So with an hour and a half film, you know. It's in half-hour blocks, basically. Yeah. So this swallowing of the seeds, if you will, um, now we're going to get bananas. Now it turns to bananas. Yeah. So here's where I think that um, because he's he's trying to get this this receipt, and he's very angry with the receptionist, and he yeah he's prompted by. Um, yeah, Sylvia says. Sylvia, I can't remember. Why can't I remember her name? He 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 forcefully goes, and they're they're like, we cannot confirm this light ever existed. And I'm like, oh man, yeah, okay. After so she now, gets Luigi on the phone, net, so, but the, then the way he played that, he's like, he even drops the f bomb, yeah. you know, and he's been so reserved and subdued, and he's just like, he's like crying when he's doing. One it. part of me is like, oh. Fuck. Fucking corporate America, man. Yeah. <laughs> Just denying the flight even happened. Like, how'd he fucking get there, man? Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm thinking, uh-oh. Took a boat to Italy. This is going to be 
you know, a super mindfuck movie like you said it was. Yeah. So maybe that was a little bit planted. But, I mean, that's just or So now what I think is happening is that the screams that you're hearing are real people being killed. Oh, so you, really you, you were, people. like, worried about the snuff film part. Not that it was a snuff film, but that the screams, and maybe this is closer to what it really was, the screams were of, like, real people being hurt and tortured. Yeah. That's how they were getting them. Because you never saw what was on the screen, ever. Except for when the movie turns into what just happened, what you just saw him do. Right. Well, I, yeah, I don't know why I wrote down, but the 8th of March was when they claimed that the plane ticket didn't exist. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess that's just yeah. a random date, but I, I, I just wrote that down just in yeah. case that came out to be something. Oh, and, and I also thought that he was being framed for all of it. Okay. I thought he, he was being set up as a yeah, patsy yeah. for the whole thing. Wow. That's brilliant, right? Well, no, Why don't you not write really. the third rewrite the third act. I mean, again, it's just, you know, I'm I'm feeling Kubrick, but then I'm like, oh, it can't be as corny as that, quite frankly, because that would that would be fine. It'd be satisfying, I guess. Yeah. But that's that's where I was at. And you know, the music was starting to remind me to the to, about the shining, but when Sylvia you know, confesses that she's going to bring Santini to his knees and is going to do something like it starts to kind of ground itself again. Like, okay, this is a girl who's had enough. She's been molested by this guy or whatever the hell. And here you go. So I was left wondering yeah. like, what the hell is going on now? What's she going to well, do? What are, he's in that mix room and he's got the tape everywhere, like going across, stretched across the whole room, like wrapping around the corners of jars and furniture. Yep. And, and it's plain. I did, I totally I I didn't get that. <laughs> no, not at all. I I don't know what that was, what that was, or what that was accomplishing. I mean, it's some nineteen seventies yeah version of something, but I was I was a little bit confused by that. Yeah, maybe we can get some help on that one. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, and then Fatna, well, I used her first name, but Sylvia screaming in the booth. And then, uh, yeah, then we lead into your part that you're talking about where she wants to get the revenge. Yeah. I just thought that was, I mean, you know, really kind of interesting. And she does. I mean, she trashes. They walk into the, the recording studio Again. and it's literally all on the floor. Where's the security? Nothing. He said, he, I got this after watching it a few times. Oh, see, but this the, is your security mind. The nut, the, uh, the, nun, the son, party boy, Italian yeah. party boy. She got him to let her in. That'd be a good t-shirt too. Just like a Italian, Italian party boy, with like just in a cheese, yeah, big mustache, <laughs> bottle of champagne. You know, with the guy from uh, swimming pool, the Johnny Holmes oh, guy from swimming the French pool. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that'd be that'd Except be a great Italian, shirt. That'd but... be a great shirt. Yeah. Oh no, that that's perfect. <laughs> that's more international. We love it. But you know, she says she's going to bring this bastard to his knees and and all this, and I'm like, oh my god. So it's revealed that you know. He did some really heinous shit to her, and I felt bad, I guess, more for Gilderoy than anything, because they're essentially like, figure the shit out. So he's got to piece all this stuff together, and they have to recast. Yeah, the tape was you know, the, destroyed. The, the voice, and so he's you know trying to get this all pieced together, and the casting videos were like 
gross. This is nasty. Like these well, men are the worst. Yeah, the director. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so it's a voice casting, and then they're having yeah. the women stand forward, sideways, oh, so, backwards. So I'm, I'm like, why is this need to be videotaped? This is right. fucking pervs. Right. <laughs> it's the Weinsteinian. Yeah. Yeah. The, la- the last one could even give a dog a hard on. And then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was lying in the movie. Yeah. There you I go. remembered it. And, uh, you know, then they bring in the little tiny little uh, yeah. hot Italian girl and, it, and they so fix is her. That, that is that Elisa, right? That's... Yeah. Okay. That's who that is. Yeah. And I liked her. Like, oh, that yeah. actress is really and she, compelling. And, and her screams were bad. Oh, yeah. They yeah. were... Because... I noted, like, they it's got to be hard to scream bad. Yeah. Yeah. Her... It's, they they yeah, weren't, they like, fit. torturous screams. They were just... You have... You know, when you watch the movie, you'll hear it, but it... Yeah. You know they were bad. She wasn't good at it. Yeah, or she was good at not being good at it. And and that that part of it was really cool. And you're seeing how difficult all this is. And um, I I feel like the movie takes a real hard turn. Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, let me look at my notes here. The, the hardest turn. All right, I got a new girl audition. Picks hot Elisa, Gilderoy becoming more distant. Night in bed, doorbell rings. Yeah, so the doorbell ring, all this stuff, and then it, yeah. it goes to him watching him yeah. having just been filmed. Yeah, and then he doing starts speaking, what he's doing, and then he he's starts speaking, speaking Italian, Italian. And it for the cuts rest. to in a travel video of cows. That's his video. That's his documentary. It's something that he filmed? Yep, that's his documentary. I got that from interviews and watching. Jesus. Well, I mean, okay. So you're me, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. When I first saw the cows, I didn't know what was going on, but that was actually his. I film. was like, did a different. I thought there was an error. So one of the no, no, and like one of the Amazon epiphanies fucked up <laughs> because it goes on a that, long time. Is that where you ran out of the house and you know that could have been again? If you had the wrong had strain. I had, had I not been on. <laughs> This could have been a real tough help one. Me, so help me understand these strains. What strain would have been the wrong strain to be on for this mindfuck movie? Any sativa A sativa? General. Okay. But, um, yeah, I, I it, it could have been touch and go, to be honest. Yeah. So, which which the, made it, you know, again, I love weird. And that was weird. Yeah. Had I known it was his, I, I don't think it would have made a huge difference to me, to be honest. Yeah. It was just weird, and it was cool. and But going back to the doorbell, the epiphany I had was all the stuff that was in the soundtrack that he had for his, his mom, his comfort. It had his mom's footsteps. It had the doorbell. And it had a few other things in there that all actually played out. Yeah. So all that stuff was playing out like on the dark side, the dark yeah, version yeah. of it. All the stuff that was comforting to him from his mom and from home. Right. And I didn't catch any till just like, t- I think it was a viewing today. And I was like, holy shit, the doorbell's in that, in that so what about, recording. The yeah. footstep, mom's footsteps are in that recording. Okay. And Massimo, Massimo are in the heels doing the footsteps before that. So, yeah. So all that was written in there. It's pretty, so what about pretty good. With like, you know, the girl in the room with the knife. Attacking him? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> <laughs> a nightmare. I or was that was that Sylvia? And then it goes to an earlier scene. Was that Sylvia attacking him? No, I thought it was Elisa. It was some other girl. Or Claudia. 
also build a screamer. Claudia Van Damme. Again, I, I was very confused with yeah. the ladies in this. And it, I mean, I, I was just in for the ride at this point in time because you have to be. And so the sound goes out during the attack on him. And then it cuts to that earlier scene of them watching his brief. Yeah. And it's all in Italian. And, and now they're all, he's speaking, well, it's overdubbed Italian, yeah. how they would do it for other countries. Yeah. And he gets, he gets this, you know, that last letter from mom, which is just all depressing, which yeah. I thought was funny, it actually. It had to be the magpie. That was funny. Yeah, because he's like, and then, his one comfort in life yeah. was his letters from his mom. And then here it is, like, the I birds being slaughtered. I did read something about her being dead. No, the birds. No, no, no. The mom being dead. No. And he's, like, rereading old letters. I, like, I she'd missed, recently died. I didn't see that. Because this is a morose character. This dude is not jovial at all. Right. He's even with a hot lady like Sylvia trying to knob twist him, <laughs> twist his knobs. He's just like, okay. <laughs> this, I mean, he looks German. He looks like he'd speak German. I, I'm sorry to say that sounds terrible. They have no uh, but again, levity, right? He, he gets, what you're saying. No, no, he just looks German. I, I feel like German words will come out of his mouth. This is why he assuredly plays a Nazi in the next Indiana Jones. He has to, right? <laughs> So I, I love a couple of the lines here that, that like, you know, Teresa, uh, t- the Teresa character, she's going over her lines and her lines are reading the mom's letter. This is when yeah. the movie starts to become surrealist. And I'm that like, cool. was, that was bananas. Like, cause Weird. she's like, can I practice my lines, which are supposed to be yeah. Sylvia's lines. And then she starts reading the letter. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I love the line, let Santini's dick direct the film. Yeah. You know, like it feels like everything's coming apart. The producer said that. Yeah. Like it feels like everything's coming apart, which it is. So the the, the final thing that really kind of sticks out is the 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 scene with with Elisa in the in the Yeah, the torture scene. So she can't they're trying to get the scream right. And what from an audio perspective, they are turning up the dissonant or the, the 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 yeah. discorded sound. Well, the producer tells him to go, you know, yell at her and get, get her to shit make together. Her and he's like, I got a better idea. And again, this is all in Italian, you know, the yeah. Italian overdub. And it's weird to see that, you know, his lips are moving in English, but they got the Italian overdub, which is how they did it um, back then. So they could play it, the film in each country. Um, and then he goes, I have a better idea. And so then he's turning up the dissonant sound. And she's like going, ah, this is hurting my ears. And then the producer's like, turn it up, turn it up. So he actually becomes the torture in real life because he's been affected by uh, the movie so badly. So I liken it to these tests they've done when they play Mozart and when they play death metal to plants. And they've proven scientifically that Mozart... On Mythbusters as well. ...make you... did it pass a test on Miss Buffett? It sure uh, did. I can't talk right now, Ryan. Too many. I've had a whole two beers. Uh-oh. My lips are slurring. You know what? Todd's a cheap date, ladies. Did you hear that? <laughs> did you hear that? Hey, you uh, can get these sexy jean shorts off. <laughs> three beers. Do you hear me? I'm not wearing pants. It's worth it. I don't know, but I can you imagine. You hear him, Sylvia? <laughs> oh, oh. Or no, the Greek. Give me the yeah, give me the Greek goddess. Say, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. What was her name? 
Who does? I don't know. Move it along. Yep, James Bond. Uh, Bond's yeah, lover. You got to live up to that. Bond's lover. Well, I, I really, you know, that scene with the, that torture just is truly, truly horrifying. Yeah. And, and so um, she finally slams off the headphones and yeah, walks and out. I'm fucking out of here. Yeah. And leaves. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, that's Smoke something. Smoke gets in your eyes. That, Smoke on the water. Yeah. And I'm sorry for the that, cough, That's guys. something that, um, <laughs> that uh, rookie move, Ron. Was that a sativa? <laughs> That, that you know, brought the movie back to reality, and then we're we're back to to nuts again because Toby Jones is just staring off, like Jack and the Shining. Yeah, <laughs> and this is that final like this was his descent into madness, because the movie may have done it, but I didn't know from the break once you saw his documentary what was real anymore. So I thought. Nothing is real at this point in time. And the flight never happened. Like, he went crazy, and he never even went to Italy. That That's my final thought. That could very well be true. I mean, it's open to interpretation. Like, it, it, it's absurd, because everything's absurd. And yeah. his mind is like this. And when the guy said, you know, and I may have not articulated it well enough before, but when the guy said, we don't have record of the flight, we can't verify it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's just them. Like, how? That's fucking bullshit. Why can they do that? Oh, they could. You know, big giant corporation can say it didn't exist, but maybe it didn't exist. Yeah, or a small little corporation that doesn't pay people. They just try to. They just rip them yeah, off to you know, get what they want. Because the Francesco has that that thing to, to him about you know there are people who would work here for free. Yeah, lined for lined up and make him feel so bad just to want to yeah. be compensated for yeah, his work. Like, but I'll put your request yeah. ahead of all You're, the others. Uh, ahead of all the others. Oh like, my god! Oh, so there's a whole stack of these. <laughs> this guy. Uh, I'm watching Hobbs and Shaw tonight yeah. for sure. <laughs> or the Italian newscaster, the, the Italian prick Italian newscaster. Reader. Uh, that's a director. Well, um. And and finally, you know, the power goes out again, and they're having to redo some stuff. And then it turns into the into Star Trek the movie. Yeah, that's that's my final thought. This it, movie instead of you know most turns, movies, almost all movies fade to black. Not our movie, it fades to white. Right at the end there. He just blends into the screen that he's watching uh, himself, which is just so bizarre. Like what he just did, you know, he watches himself do it on a, on a movie screen, and then he just melts into the white. Like, yeah, I like to me, he died and just yeah. went to went to heaven. <laughs> okay, so that's where I my final Kubrick comparison. It felt like two thousand one. Yeah. And he just became one with the monolith and yeah. was reborn. And I can so. Hear- I, I, I thought hear the, the Tiffany's. Yeah. So he, I mean, this could be a Jacob's Ladder situation, where he he died on the flight over, um, open to interpret, interpretation, which I, For I sure I do not mind at all. I mean, this yeah. was a fucking well, fun movie. You could make strong arguments for all of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this movie was uh, was was nuts. Bananas. Uh, well done. But Thank fun. You. Yeah, thank thank Walden for it. He's, he's thank the you, one Walden. That, uh, he's the one that did it. Uh, well, we will uh, conclude as we do with reviews, and I I didn't find 
um, a lot of crazy stuff either way. But oh, I um, thought for sure you would get some crazy negative. And, well, and there no, I mean there weren't a ton of reviews. Again, just on IMDb is where, where I look. Um, but you know, I try to find some some you know real wackos out there, yeah. and I don't know if there were. Well, I need you to get revved up and get some cage in there because I I watched. Uh, the immense weight, the impre- I, I blew that. What is it called? <laughs> the unbearable weight of massive talent. Massive talent, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, is about that, to come at you. That's the official um, short version. Like, yeah, Ma- because yeah. some movie theaters. Hey, did you are just see massive, massive talent? talent? Yeah. yeah, you're not going to do the whole title. So that being a fresh watch for me, I, I, I need you to I need you to give me some of that. <laughs> so ho- hopefully you're feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm going to start with the positive one. Okay. Going off the rails. This is opposite. You yeah. always do the negative one first. Yeah, right? the negative one is, is short and pretty sweet. Okay, cool. Um, warning spoilers. So if you've gotten to this point in the podcast. Did we give any spoilers? Did we, we sure did. Did we spoil it? We okay. kind of talked about the whole movie, which is what we do. <laughs> All right. Ever wondered what a dangerously aroused goblin sounded like? Or having... A red hot poker inserted into the vagina of a witch? Hopefully not. But if you have, and it's in a movie, then Burberian Sound Studio should go some way to explaining it. Peter Strickland's film is set entirely in the studio of the title or in the drab little room where the hero, Gilderoy, is staying. He's in Italy to record the sound effects for a horror film called The Equestrian Vortex, and the experience isn't doing him any good at all. Indeed, poor Gilderoy is taking all this very much to heart. By the end, neither he nor us can be sure of what's real and what isn't. Cinephiles should appreciate Berberian Sound Studio more than your run-of-the-mill Saturday night crowd. After all, it's a film about making a film, and they are more than likely to get the references to Dario Argento and Brian De Palma and even Antonio's blow-up. I found it both funny and unsettling, and I admired its technical virtuosity and Toby Jones' superb performance as a sad little sound recordist going way off the rails on a crazy train. (laughs) But I'm not too sure it's a movie I would want to sit through again, at least not anytime soon. (laughs) That's pretty good. So that was fun. I mean, you know, he referenced having a red-hot poker inserted into the vagina of a witch, so. Yeah, ever wonder? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, so that last one I think was an eight out of 10. Okay. This one is a one out of 10. Ooh. Entitled, You've Been Punked. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. May 2020. It's an elaborate prank. This is one of the worst 90 minutes of footage in the history of mankind. This pungent trash might ruin relationships, end lives, and start wars. It's pathetic, my friend. I'm crying for the time I just wasted. <laughs> Period. Period. <laughs> this pungent trash might ruin relationships, end lives, and start wars. Melva. 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 A, B, C, D, E, H, I, J. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you're wondering, it's Kiss of the Vampire. Vampire's Kiss. It's Vampire's Kiss. We promise, Nicolas Cage. We love you. We love you. We live for you. (laughs) Well, um, this was a doozy. I will watch this again. Not like that 
first reviewer, I will definitely watch this again soon because, again, I, I've been craving a, that easy watching time of hour 32. Yeah. And um, there's so much to take in. On yeah, this. hell yeah. yeah. And again, a lot of good sounds for the audio people who love eargasms and if, and if, to if awesome you like sounds. screaming... Yeah, this is that was movie. pretty ironic. There, there is a <laughs> lot of screaming in this movie. There's a disclaimer. Holy shit. Yeah. And, uh, All different types of screaming. Yes, there is. Well, thank you so much for, uh, for bringing this one into my life, sir, and, and uh, yeah. to the gentleman who originated it. Cause... it. And hopefully all of you out there bring it into your life. And, uh, you know... These obscure movies, independent films are just, just a lot of fun and deserve the light of day. Well, Todd? Yes, Ryan. We'll always have Monty Doro. Who are those guys? Who are those guys? <laughs> You'll love it. Independent.